You're listening to the Bahai World News Service. Last month, the Bahai World News Service published the first part of an interview with representatives of Bahai Houses of Worship in Chile, India, and Uganda. This is part two of that interview, which focuses on how the temples are inspiring visitors to take constructive action in their communities. If you missed part one, visit news.bahai.org to listen. We continue by hearing from Felipe Duhart of Chile, joined later by Eduardo Rioseco, also from Chile, Santos Odiambo of Uganda, and finally M. A. Kanbari of India. We've also been discussing during these days uh, in this connection of the temples to wider society how uh, several groups and organizations and associations and just all kinds of ways that the society is organizing itself, uh, they're coming to the house of worship and they feel it's their house of worship and they want to carry out activities in the house of worship and invite others. So very naturally we're seeing that um, they find it's a place that belongs to them as well. And, uh, and this, is, this has been developing in very in interesting ways. We're seeing all kinds of people that are coming to the temple and right there in the moment want to express their desire to serve. And there's so many opportunities that the temple itself offers. True. And uh, for example, we were discussing how you can serve in the gardens, how you can uh, serve as a guide, right? And, but also how the temple is inspiring your everyday life and your everyday work and the ways that people serve in their everyday life. True. And they connect that with their prayer. So maybe we can also talk a little bit about that. That's very, very interesting. So that's very connected to that idea of uh, service because service is really the, the, the way to transform ourselves and, and the society, to contribute to that transformation. And as you were saying, Felipe, uh, in the houses of worship, really you can find many, many avenues to do that. Um, but really, it's a question that each visitor and each person that interacts with the house of worship takes home. You know, it's a, it's a question that we take home. How do we keep transforming ourselves and society in our neighborhood, in our family, uh, in our workplace, and wherever we interact with others? The, the question accompanies us and the temple inspires us in, in all those places. So in the end, a visit to a Mashri car, I think it, it's really a, a moment when you take a little piece of the Mashri car with you, you put it in your heart and then you take it to your life, you know, and you start to make that light shine in, in, in uh, all aspects of, of your life. The community of, of Baha'is of Kampala around last year started the effort to systematize the process you know, thinking about how do we make sure that those friends that come and interact with the house of worship has a lasting impression, but also uh, effect, that expression, that, 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 uh, that expression have effect on their lives. So the, a neighborhood was identified, and, and this neighborhood is just adjacent to, to the house of worship. And it started with a group of five youths that 
uh, were taken through the materials for different materials of for uh, moral education and intellectual spiritual and intellectual capacity to build their capacity in that area as a result then they begin to understand what within their consciousness they begin to understand what it means to serve what it means to interact with the house of worship and how to draw on divine divine guidance how to come to the house of worship say prayers and take action and sit down and reflect and and reflect on their action and together consult among themselves to see what is the best way what did we do last and how did it what result came out of it and how can we be able to improve it some of them started you know said okay we've gone through this process we've we've understood what it means to to serve what it means to rely on the divine guidance what it means to to serve our fellow human being how can we go practical forward and then they started children classes so they collect children that are in the same neighborhood some they are own siblings and the siblings of their neighbors and family and they started to take them through the same process they went through we have talked about that how the the temples are a beacon of light exactly and we're seeing that light radiate throughout all the fabric of society and uh, how it's inspiring people uh, from the neighborhoods or all around the city to take action to do concrete things to get together to work together and and to contribute to the betterment of their neighborhood of society so this this intimate connection between worship and service is happening constantly and at that different levels of organization or intensity or degree but it's always present we're seeing it always present in all of these temples and it's very interesting how this meeting that we've been so happy and, and blessed to participate is is such an historic moment because uh many decades have passed of experience of all these houses of worship and some are very new that are just being inaugurated and uh, they're drawing from the experience of all these other houses of worship this idea of a beacon made me remember a couple of uh, stories in in santiago that i, I wanted to share i just remembered one of them is um, a while ago a teacher who works in Peñarolén in a school that, which is not far from the temple was sharing that uh, every day from her classroom she can see the temple, she can see the house of worship. So every day in the morning she would come to her classroom and the first thing she would do is open the curtain so that she would make sure that the house of worship is there visible it's for her visible. because she feels that She needs Connection. that accompaniment, uh, that inspiration, so that beacon of light, uh, quite literally. Uh, quite literally, yes. <laughs> it's uh, accompanying her every day in her daily life. So mm -hmm. that's happened. That's her, that's that light being brought to her daily life. I think that that is a very. It really encapsulates what what uh, the house of worship is 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 all about. And another another anecdote that I, I find very very illuminating also is that a while ago I, I had the the opportunity to to receive at the house of worship in Santiago a group of school children they were about ten eleven years old and they came with their teacher so we had a visit beautiful visit they they went to the house of worship we had a beautiful devotional 
moment where we, we heard some prayers. And then we were walking around the gardens. And at some point we, we stopped in a, in a lookout point of the gardens where we, we could have a very panoramic view of the temple and also the city of Santiago. And we, I, was, I was asking the, the children, uh, I suggested them a sort of a game. And I would ask them, so let's imagine there's here a conversation happening between the temple and the city of Santiago. You know, because from where we were, it was easy to imagine that, you know, we could see the city and the temple sort of interacting. So I asked them that question and the answers that they, they provided were very, very insightful. Uh, I, was, I was very moved. So I asked them, so what do you think the temple is telling to the city? And one of the children said, I think the temple is telling to the city, uh, let's be better. And um, another said, uh, we have to, we have to uh, help each other. And things are around that line. And I was, I was impressed by that. And then I asked them, okay, so, and what do you think Santiago is answering to the temple? What, what would the city respond to those uh, invitations? And a couple of questions, and, and a couple of answers for me were very, very moving. One of them said, I think that the Santiago is responding to the temple, help me do it. Mm. And another child, another child said, the city responds to the temple, thank you. Just thank you. So I think those two answers from the children uh, really encapsulated, in, in, in my view, what's happening there. Uh, the interaction between the houses of worship in Santiago, and now I understand much better in everywhere, really. There's an interaction happening, a conversation happening sure, that is, sure. is really transforming uh, many things. Yeah, sure. yeah. Well, actually, this uh, taking forward this, this conversation of the uh, how the uh, temples are in, involved, apart from the, the being the beacons of light and the be, be, beside being the spiritual uh, reservoir for the for the uh, for the inhabitants in that area and beyond. Actually, it goes beyond that, and then we experience this uh, in the our Mashur uh, Alaskar that the uh, the message it sends us in the social aspect is also very clear, uh, and this this relates to the some of the environmental initiative we have taken, because in big cities I don't know about other areas big cities like Delhi the resources are very scarce, they're very limited in terms of power in electricity in terms of water is really very, very rare, actually. So water is a very rare commodity. And also the pollution of the environment is another area of major concern. So a uh, few years back, the, there was initiative taken from the, our uh, temple to see how we can actually contribute to the environmental issues in the, in the city, a, how we can actually reduce our intake from the groundwater or from the city water, by way of actually harvesting the rainwater, so that actually we have a huge edifice. So naturally, when the rain comes, so the collection of the rainwater is, is quite substantial. And also this other area was that how to not to use consciously the groundwater or the, the municipality water for our loans, because actually when the water is scarce, you know, we can't, you know, be luxury of using that. So that's why the initiative was that uh, how to use the other alternative water, mainly sewage water, 
and that led actually to put up a STP plant to treat the, the pump and the municipality they were very very cooperative and very happy and then uh, again in terms of electricity again we have limited electricity so we were taking an initiative so what I've been trying to say actually this initiative inspires the people so we have been able to recycle that wastewater and use for the gardens and all and also we are trying to also to pump uh, to use the, as much as possible of the wastewater from the municipality to for our uh, daily use in the, uh, the gardens and other areas. Thank you all very much. This was a wonderful conversation and we hope to continue in connection and discuss these ideas further and keep sharing our experience. You've been listening to the second part of an interview about Baha'i Houses of Worship. For more information, visit news.baha'i.org. And if you like this podcast, share it with a friend.